0: Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. He's good. He's good. He's so good. He's so good some of the time. God is good some of the time. Oh, all the time. All the time. He is so good. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. He's so loving. He's so good. And we are so pressing in this hour to know him more, to understand him more. You don't be like a little child who was woodworking with his father and just so curious you know that little boy is or that little girl that's working with the dad with the hammer you know maybe he has his little size hammer also that's what we're doing right Holy Spirit is leading us Holy Spirit is guiding us he's teaching us and we're right there right alongside we're the little ones right alongside who are learning who are growing the Bible says and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man and we declare as he grew so are we hallelujah say that tonight say as he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man so am I in the name of Jesus hallelujah well we can turn up the lights glory to God we just welcome you Holy Spirit we know you have an agenda sickness is not an accidental thing it's a planned event did you know that you don't just trip over sickness and disease it's something that the enemy plans very meticulously and in great detail but we are learning hallelujah so is god a planner He's a greater planner, hallelujah, and we are learning to plan, to plan, to allow the Word of God to build a plan for us, amen? Thank you, Lord. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus tonight, we welcome you. We're excited, ha, 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 about about what you're doing, about what you want to do. We're having a great night tonight in your presence, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to come, hallelujah. We ask you to come. We honor you, Holy Spirit precious gentle holy spirit we love you and we want to honor jesus and honor the father tonight we tell you we love you holy spirit and we ask that you would lead us and that you would guide us through the message in the name of jesus we ask that you would open holy spirit give us revelation. Open Holy Spirit the eyes of our understanding Cause all over this room all over the internet Lord cause us to have those aha moments Those things we've been believing you for asking you for standing for aha moments of wisdom Open the eyes of our understanding and enlighten us and cause us to know Oh Father with all of our getting we are getting wisdom We are seeking after it, Lord Jesus. You have been made to us wisdom. You are the word of God. Your name encompasses everything that is written in the book. And we seek after you. We seek after wisdom with all of our hearts and all of our minds and all of our strengths. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you use us, Lord, as those lights out in this world in the name of Jesus. are operating in godly wisdom godly wisdom godly insight lord we are the ones through intimacy and learning what it means to abide in relationship god we're the ones who are who are receiving the answers to our questions answers to problems lord divine solutions god unexpected blessing and increase lord we thank you in the name of jesus that you're using our lives as a testimonial To bring glory and honor to your name so we welcome you Holy Spirit you are the great teacher oh everybody just take a deep breath he's here his presence is here and I just release in the name of Jesus by faith hallelujah all that he has for us tonight in Jesus name just take it just do that by faith I take it by faith in the name of Jesus all that God has In Jesus' name, by faith, we thank you, Lord, for that. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Well, glory to God. God is good. Uh, We did something yesterday. I don't know, are we ready to just play a moment of this? When you you leave today, if you would, we have revised it. I have a feeling we will be revising this shortly once again. Uh, It's 35 minutes of healing confession by yours truly (laughs) how they get me to do this put me behind a mic (laughs) and be oh holy spirit do we can we play just a moment of it so if you'd like one of these they are free today only as you leave the service i believe amy where are you will they be out there or an usher maybe as you walk out the center doors if you'd like one it is yours for the taking in the name of jesus so, music maestro, hallelujah. She said, if I could touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Imagine waking Today, up. Today, Father, you. in the name of oh, Jesus, that? as we place your hands <laughs> first, they we tell touch me it's anointed. the hem hallelujah. of your garment. That's what we want. And receive our healing. Averted, removing, we destroy, receive power, our wholeness. The name of Jesus. Doing what? We just receive our that word our freedom. We could all just go to sleep, huh? Just take out your Receive and... our deliverance. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. It's Jesus. good. So if you would like one that's it, burden removing, yoke destroying, anointing of God upon it, and as you, something happens when you rest and listen to the word of God, the Bible tells us that his word is alive, and it washes over us, and so as we rest and listen to the word, we're not buffeting what we're hearing, we're just relaxing, and it's just entering into us, and it's changing us hallelujah it's changing us because the word of God is so powerful so I want to go over this I, I had mentioned this the other night uh, a blog by Carolyn Leaf and this is our last evening um, the last of four hallelujah and we will um, be back periodically Hi. as the Lord allows us to because God is always interested in talking about healing he has paid a high price that we would walk in wellness and healing in the name of Jesus Amen. and am I switching microphones no. Okay. Just an update. Update. Um, that will be ama- If you don't want it on a CD. If you don't want it on a CD, it will be online, online for, a for a free download. I hear, I hear tomorrow. tomorrow. And on the internet. So you're not here, so there you go. Free gift for you in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Be blessed. So we learned and we have um, just mentioned this over and over and over again that our thoughts, as we're taking a little bit of a different tack this time where healing is concerned, and we are Holy Spirit is wanting to create this association in our hearts and minds. And we hear it over and over again in this house quite a bit. Pastor Ying was saying that as he was going over the notes, everybody got a note. Anybody need notes for tonight? Um, just lift your hand and ushers we happily to serve you those as well. in the name of Jesus. I'm excited. Hallelujah because all we have to do is to stand up here. Can I just tell you if I stood up here and I just read scripture to you and you opened up your heart, honestly open up your heart and you needed something from the Lord, that word of God would come in and it would change you. Amen. So we're not you're not looking to me. We're looking to the power of the truths of the word of God to change our circumstances and feel free. Maybe you're here tonight and you would need healing. We welcome Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to come and touch every ailment, to touch every body. We command every pain in the name of Jesus to go every ache, every pain, every ailment. In Jesus' name, we use the authority in the name of Jesus that's been given to us. We declare tonight that we're believers. We are not wondering if it's the will of God to heal we're not wondering we are not wavering we know he's good we know his nature is to heal and so we bind every strategy of the enemy we bind every ache we bind every pain in the name of jesus where we need parts lord we ask in the name of jesus that you would send your angels with those parts that we need in jesus name we claim brand new parts in the name of jesus we claim hearts that are working hallelujah, effectively and efficiently. Kidneys are working effectively. Livers are working effectively. Bladders are working effectively. Our bodies, uh, insulin levels are working. Hallelujah. We bind diabetes. We bind high blood pressure in the name of Jesus. We bind inflammation in Jesus' name. We bind every cancer cell in the name of Jesus. And we declare in Jesus' name that every healthy cell in our body body continues to duplicate and reproduce after its kind in Jesus' name. As a church, we take a stand against sickness and disease of all kinds. We know that it's not the will of God, and so we enforce the will of God against every sickness and disease in the name of Jesus. We kick it out. We resist it, renounce it in Jesus' name. We repent. For believing that somehow God, you were using sickness or disease to teach us a lesson, Lord, we repent of wrong thinking tonight. In the name of Jesus, we are learning the importance of commanding our thoughts to line up and disciplining our thoughts. Can someone turn me down just a little? Wow, (laughs) too loud. This is distracting me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One day they're going to let me preach like Jesus did on the water without a microphone. In the name of Jesus, our thoughts. Determine what our brain becomes are our thoughts important they absolutely are in the name of Jesus I'm here to tell you tonight that there is a grace in the presence of God that we can lay hold of that will help us with our wayward thoughts. In Jesus' name, and the Lord is desiring in these sessions of healing. Dr. Julia was with us last week. So good, huh? So good, so good. We need to hear from her lots, lots, lots more in the future. So good, so exciting to hear from young people. Julia Fry was up here not too long ago. It's been a while since we've seen Caleb Campbell. Hallelujah. Maybe we need to get Pastor Mike. I was going to say Dr. Mike. (laughs) Pastor Mike up here. We thank the Lord, hallelujah, for His goodness. The joy of the Lord is in the house tonight, I want to tell you. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. The Bible says that a merry heart does what? It does good like a medicine. It does good like a medicine. Hallelujah. Sickness and sorrow dries up the bones. Sickness and sorrow comes into our bodies and doesn't only divert destinies, but it diverts things that are going on inside of us. And we're learning. We are getting this. We are getting this. We are getting this revelation. In the name of Jesus, we declare we have it. And we're thanking you for it, Lord. We understand we are understanding, we're coming to the place of greater maturity in this area, that our thoughts are what are literally guiding our life. They are literally guiding our life. And there's no such thing as an innocent thought. There is no such thing as a thought that, that is not thought over and over and over again that does not produce. There's no such every one of us work. We work. We work. God made us to work. He made these principles to work inside of you and me. You might look at your life and think, you know, where faith is concerned, you haven't seen the things. But I promise you, faith is working in you. It is working in you. We are faith machines. That's how God created us in the name of Jesus. Unfortunately, there's this thing called fear, which is also faith in reverse. And it is often producing it looks like frustration. It looks like anger, right? It looks like uh, jealousy and envy and, co- you know, competition. It looks like every upset, angry, you know, emotion or thought or feeling that when we harbor it long enough, it's literally eating away at things and, co- and creating an imbalance on the inside of us and you we may not notice that over time but over time it begins to pervert things to twist things and to change things can I tell you something very interesting are you all good tonight I want to say ha 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 to your problems I want to say ha 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 in the name of Jesus to every bit of weakness hallelujah I want to say ha 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 and I want to enthrone the Lord in the name of Jesus Hallelujah. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. We're called to dominate in this earth. We're called in this hour to know who we are. We are the sons and the daughters of God who are dominating, who Genesis tells us. We were called to subdue and to take dominion, to replenish the earth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, uh, we went through something years and years ago. Pastor Ian went through something and i had um this is just interesting talk about the change that happens over time because this is what we're getting is that there's no such thing as an innocent negative thought there's no such thing as an innocent negative belief system there's no such thing as an innocent negative emotion right there's no such thing as an innocent negative action these these things are changing our world our bodies our world and that as we harp on that over and over and over and over again we're doing it so that we get to the place where we're, we're biting our tongue or we're, we're holy we're, we're catching ourselves right you know the word that speaks to us is the word that's in us in abundance if the word is not in us in abundance it's not going to be the first thing that we go to if we only have a little bit of word on healing then, then that word on healing is not going to empower us or nourish us or strengthen us like it was intended to. Right. But if we give ourselves to it and we're full of the food of the word of God where healing is concerned, then it talks to us. Right. It talks to us when pressure comes. It talks to us when we're being squeezed. And so when Pastor Ian years and years ago went through you know, a, a little incident um, and I didn't realize that I was um, clenching my teeth. And so I would go through this bout where never had any problems with my teeth, had absolutely straight teeth um, all my life. And um, so I, I ended up going to a dentist because I would have this excruciating nerve pain and did not know where it was coming from. I, I, my, my whole family has really been so healthy and strong and so pain when it happened was like an unusual thing. And so I went to the dentist and he looked at me and he said, you know, he didn't know what was going on, so he sent me to a specialist and the specialist looked at me and said, you're clenching your teeth. And I said, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. I said, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. That's where the pain is coming from. Can I tell you, in a matter of a few years, my teeth went from being absolutely straight to absolutely crooked. Just from the stress right? Of watching my lovely husband go through stuff. And so that added stress on my life that I wasn't even aware of. So while I'm sleeping, my jaw is doing this. (laughs) And literally the dentist said, you know, what happens then is you're, you know, subconsciously as a nervous response, biting down while you're sleeping and what your teeth are doing is running in every single direction other than right there so i went from absolutely straight teeth now that can i tell you that began with fear and worry and negative emotions that i wasn't even aware of but literally were able to over a matter of imagine like teeth they're in there pretty good right? They're like pretty strong, right? But imagine just that pressure, right? Just one bite every night over wow. a little bit of time is causing that shifting. What, what else? What else is the enemy banking on? Remember what I said? Sick- sickness is not accidental, It is not accidental. It is a planned event. Okay? And so she says that our thoughts determine what our brain becomes. And our quality of life depends on what our brain has become. Our mind controls our brain, and our brain controls our body. Does it matter what we are thinking? You better believe it matters. You better believe it. And what the Lord wants us to do is he wants us to draw this association, maybe for the first time ever, that thoughts can produce disease over time. And that we can actually walk in divine health if we do what the Bible encourages us to do, and that is to think on these things. That which is good, that which is pure, that which is lovely, that which is praiseworthy, that which is virtuous. It tells us to think on these things. The Bible tells us that when our mind is fixed, it's set on God. God, the presence of God, the word of God, the anointing of God will keep us in shalom. It will keep our lives intact where there is nothing missing or broken or complete and whole. Do you know that Israel was in the wilderness and their shoes never ran out? Do you know that there is a place in the spirit? I heard a story today about a woman who was 106 years old. She still lived in her home. She still worked in her garden. And the night before, she told her neighbor, when you come, because he'd go in the morning, bring her a paper and open up her blinds for her. And she said to him, I won't, I'll be gone tomorrow. She knew when she was going home. And she went home in her sleep. Yay, God. Not sick not sick not sick and so god wants us to realize that when we hear these things from the pulpit and we talk about the character of a christian sometimes that doesn't mean a lot to us god wants me to walk in love yes i know that he wants me to walk in joy it's it, those those forces are inside of me he wants me to be a peaceful person and a, a joyful person he wants me to be a faithful person and some we hear those things we've heard them over and over and over and over in years But when I begin to talk to you, and sometimes that doesn't really motivate us a whole lot. Because when we're annoyed, we're not the one who's getting the brunt of our annoyance. Other people are. We don't realize what's happening. But God wants us to realize as we talk about the fruit of the Spirit and the character of God and the peace of God. And we talk about it in this light that negative belief systems... Are, are what are determining our thought life. If you think God is causing your problem, people could be screaming at you or me in the face, all, you know, they want to help the light shine in our lives. But unless we have an encounter from the Lord, that's not going to change. We need revelation which is why we have the preaching of the word, which is why we create meditation CDs so that when you listen to it a thousand times, all of a sudden, something will go off on the inside of you and you'll say, wait a second. It'll dawn on you. It'll make so much sense. That heavy weight will leave you and peace will be in its place. And, and though nothing will change necessarily be changed in that moment, everything has changed. Though nothing on the outside has changed, when we get light from heaven, from the Word of God, from the Spirit of God, when we get light, when we get revelation from heaven, everything has changed. Because now what starts happening is That process that was designed to bless us, to bring healing and to bring health to every area of our life begins to work once again as it should. That's what what the Lord wants for us. There is a harvest of healing. Restoration. And we receive it. We lay hold of it in the name of Jesus for our bodies We lay hold of it, Holy Spirit, and we thank you for light on the word. We thank you for light on the word. We thank you for light, Lord, on the word in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So we're talking about this idea tonight about, um, is Jesus Lord? This idea of... um, reversing what we've been talking about in Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 26 when the scripture tells us why God is so adamant about teachers and preachers instructing us in truth because as we are instructed in truth you might be sitting here and thinking there's no darn way that my that little bit of frustration that I had is causing all this problem in my life. Oh yeah? And God wants us to have a Holy Ghost wake-up call. He wants to fill us and empower us and strengthen us so that as the word of God comes to us, as I said, 2 Timothy says, God, perhaps God will change those people's hearts, our hearts, when we have a wrong belief system and we will learn the truth then the scripture tells us we will come to our senses and we will escape from the enemy's trap for it tells us when our thinking does not line up with bible when it does not line up with truth when it does not line up with the will of god not only in the area of healing but in the area of provision in the area of protection the scripture tells us in second timothy man swallow hard on this one that when we believe lies we have been held captive by the enemy to do whatever, not God wants, not what we want. Second, Second Timothy tells us that we have been held captive in wrong belief system, wrong thoughts, wrong emotions and feelings, held captive to do what he wants us to do. And God is not okay with that. God is not okay with watching, not, not only watching his sons and daughters suffer in the area of physical issues, but, not, but, but but brought to such a low place when it comes to who they are and their identity and their place in this earth. God is lifting up his children in this hour to their rightful place. And a byproduct of those things as we discover who God is and who we are and why we're here is healing. A byproduct of that is provision a byproduct of that is protection we're not necessarily going after the healing we're going after a right relationship to the kingdom of god we're going after a right relationship to god we're going after this understanding of how do we live god how do we live how do we live i've been doing this thing you know you might think it's a little whatever but my dad is in his days of passing And so I'm watching this, you know, yes, emotionally. There's one part of me that's doing it. Then there's another part of me that's having this science experiment with the kingdom of God and watching the Lord move in this thing where we learn about God and who he is and how the veil is so thin and how things work and how we cooperate with the Lord and how all of that goes. You know, I, I'm, I'm so desperately desiring to learn how God is doing things. So I read out of the faith to faith guide today. Is everybody good? Yes. We're going to talk about abiding in the word and how abiding or living in that place in God is actually, we talked about it last night a little bit in prayer, that in our intimacy with the lord in our place of dwelling in our place of abiding in god what god does you know with his finger, so to speak is he writes those truths on the tablets of our heart and as we are intimate with the Lord and we continue in that place with God, he writes vision on our heart, he writes his will on our heart where healing is concerned, he He just puts these things on our heart, and, and that determination to step out and do comes from that place of intimacy, so as we're walking with the Lord, our walk with the Lord is just a product of intimacy imprinted us, and so now that's hope, and so now we're just stepping out and walking out our Christianity, okay, so can Kenneth says this man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God you've all heard that Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 he goes on to say that the word of God is to to your spirit as bread is to our bodies when our body feeds on physical food it produces a physical power called strength everybody say strength. strength when our spirit feeds on spiritual food of the, of the spiritual food of the word of God it produces spiritual power called faith everybody say faith. faith and just as you can't eat one meal and then feed on the memory of it for several weeks when you're fasting you kind of do that I did that the other day potato chips what do they taste like it's been three weeks since I've had a potato chip You can't, he goes on to say, just remember what the word says and stay strong in faith. He says, you have to read it. Even if you've read it a hundred times, you need to read it again. And he goes on to say, try this. So we're going to try this. Okay, this is a little experiment. Everybody good? Okay, close your eyes. We're all going to do this experiment. You can do this too at home. Okay, close your eyes and see yourself slicing a lemon. It's something I do every day. Now stick that lemon slice between your teeth, and when I say three, I want you to bite down on it so hard that the juice squirts out into your mouth. Ready? Everybody do that? One, two, three, bite. (laughs) Chances are, everybody do it? Okay, he goes on to say, chances are you have such a vivid memory of what it's like to bite on a lemon that your mouth is watering right now. Anybody's mouth watering? (laughs) But let me ask you this, he says, have you received any nourishment from that memory? No nourishment, just the memory of it, just the picture of it. He says, no, remembering the word of God is not enough. Say it's not enough we must continually feed on what it says when we continually feed on the word of God that's called abiding okay we talked about that last time I was here right I, I frequent pastor Jess's house but that's not my abode where we abide is where we show up continually although I do do that but if I had to measure <laughs> he says get it out right and read it go to church and hear it preached one day he says we will read a familiar verse a verse that we have read thousands of times before and suddenly say suddenly God will give us the greatest revelation that we've ever had wow have you ever had that the greatest revelation we've ever had God wants us to practice this in our Christianity. This is called intimacy. This is called abiding. This is called freedom. It's called freedom. It's called healing. It's called provision. It's called how to keep your mind set and focused on right things. It's called how to go through life with joy, how to go through life with a good attitude. Come on. You know, I had something happen to me the other day and it, it, something happened. I could feel negative emotions go on inside of me and it was a perspective and I could feel self-pity. I started feeling sorry for myself. And I'm like, oh, the Lord, the Lord stopped me um, and, and he showed me a, a completely different perspective. And it was like, wow, I was completely free. Yeah. Now, remember what I read to you? That sickness is not something that happens accidentally. Those negative thoughts that want to take us on a journey are not something that are happening to us accidentally, okay? The things that we're noticing our husband doing, our friends doing, or not doing, what God's doing, or what he's not doing, what our body should be doing. Those things, you know, how you're, ooh, maybe you found a gray hair. Don't look at it. (laughs) Just color it. Ignore it. don't look it won't bother you refuse any thoughts of fear that I'm getting older or what that association means to you if if the idea of getting older right now is scary to you how do you know that you know th- those thoughts create feelings in you someone says something and all of a sudden you get the oh hey that's our that is a gift from God pastor taught us months and months ago that is a sign from God it's a gift from God that we got some work to do that there's a belief system in there that needs to be changed and the beautiful thing is it took me 35 minutes to make that CD you could do that at home yourself you could you could sit down and write yourself out a little script or get yourself a few scriptures and tape yourself on your phone and every morning when you wake up you can listen to it and every night when you go to bed you can create your own recordings there is something about you know one thing about having to get out your scriptures and declare them there's a whole nother thing as far as ease is concerned and maybe creating a really good habit when all you have to do is hit a button come on come on especially when we're developing habits like this okay God is going, he, his desire in this time of harvest is to give us the greatest revelations that we've ever had. Revelation, revelation, we talked about it last time, is necessary for restoration. You cannot have restoration without revelation because revelation is just a new perspective. If something needs fixing or restoration, it means that a wrong perspective changed it. Worry changed the direction of my teeth. Can I tell you that after I had straight teeth, I, it was really weird. I meditated on straight teeth and after my teeth were straight, I was looking in the mirror, I had braces, and after I had straight teeth, I could still see the crooked tooth. Why? Because it had been there so long. And so the Lord said, you got some work to do. Why? Because if I leave that alone, what's going to happen? What? That's my hope. That is my hope. That picture that's printed on my heart, my faith, which is a servant, is saying, what do you want today, Tina? What would you like? What would you like me to do for you? What can I do for you? Faith is always asking us, what can I do for you? And what it does is it looks for that little list that I put up on the fridge and say, children, this is what mommy would like you to do today. Faith is a servant and it's looking for the list that's printed on your heart. Be careful what's imprinted on your heart. Pictures, you know, little pictures that fly through your mind all of a sudden. You know how the enemy does that? Man, in that moment, you can have a picture of an accident. You can have a picture of something all of a sudden in your heart, right? Something, something, someone that you love and you have this, where did this come from? I'm having the greatest time of my life. And all of a sudden this ugly picture hits my mind. Don't leave that alone. Because the reason he sent it and you had the uh, means he's been watching you. He's been watching me. He's been studying sickness and disease. All manner of evil is not an accident. It is something that is premeditated and planned out very carefully. One thing about the enemy is he's got, well, short time, but time. He's patient. He's patient. He's patient. And so what God wants to do is he wants us to do that. Remembering the word of God is not enough. We must continually feed on what it says, abiding in God. So that we can have that revelation. So that we can see the restoration. A completely fresh revelation from that old familiar verse. And it's likely to be exactly what we needed to know about our current situation. He says that we can feed on the word that is on deposit in our spirit. Gloria has this little mini book called No Deposit, No Return no deposit no return if we don't put it in if we don't put it if we don't put the strength of the word of god in if we don't put the vision if we don't put the destiny if we don't put the hope for the future in we can't get it out and we shouldn't be surprised if we don't put it in in the middle of a crisis when we are puddles on the floor we sometimes what I'll do is I'll just say you know what I just got to go to bed i got to put myself in bed and i'm going to wake up in the morning and the mercy of god will be new tomorrow because i know i am not good to i'm not good to anyone i'm certainly no good to myself in this frame of mind the best thing i could do for everyone is go to bed and start new tomorrow come on because i understand that if i allow those thoughts and that murmuring and that complaining to get root in my heart then i have potentially started a cycle that the enemy that trap a snare so that he can get me to do what he wants to do how do you think so many christians go around hurting people good people good people who love god who are committed and devoted to god who go around we do it we say things we don't want to say we do things we don't want to do and we're so oh god why do i do that because there's been a plan There's been a scheme, there's been a strategy to get the thoughts, to get the feelings, to get the words, to do what? Deviate us off our cycle. Deviate cells in our body. Run our bank accounts dry. That's the amazing thing about people who who have had a lot of money and who have gotten it through the wisdom of God, who, when they lose it, they have faith for it, so they get it again and again and again and again because in their heart is the pr- the picture of abundance. Now, you can have people like people who have had nothing and win a lottery, but what's the picture on their heart? Yeah. And hey, is it a surprise to us that if the picture on their heart is lacked because of all the, the rotten things they've experienced, that even though you hand them $5 million, it doesn't last very long? They spend it foolishly? why because they're bad people no because they're dumb no because god hates them no no because they have a wrong picture on their heart because they have a wrong picture on their heart we can feed on the word that is on deposit in our spirits only that word that is on deposit only that word that is on deposit will feed us will strengthen us will inspire us will lead us in the right direction Hallelujah. We can't get continued results if we don't spend time. We can't get continued results if we don't spend time. We must spend time. We must spend time. Say, I must spend time if I'm going to receive the nourishment of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26 says, you should know it by now, I am the... The Lord who? Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 103, verse 3 says, I am God, I forgive every wrong, I heal some diseases, all diseases. So like I said, if I stood here and I just declared to you, your body is like, yes. Yes, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been longing for. Food for our spirits. Hallelujah. So tonight, and five moments to go. Thank you, Lord. Um, Glory to God. God, The Lord wants us, I have a little homework assignment for you, because we will not get through this tonight. And I think healing is just going to go on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever until Jesus returned. How How many of you think that's a really good idea? It's a really good idea because of what we just read. We need constant refreshers, not only to get us free, but to keep us free. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah. See, so what the Lord wants to provoke us with tonight because it is who are we listening to and what are we hearing? And he wants to draw this conclusion that what we are listening to or what we're hearing ends up being what we believe. Okay? Who are we listening to? Remember the story in Genesis? Who told you? Who told you, right? Who told you you're going to die young? Who told you nobody loved you? Who told you God didn't care about you? Who told you God wasn't going to come through for you? Who told you God thought you were stupid, right? He said, who are we listening to? What are we hearing? Okay, because those things end up being what we believe. Those are the things that we are allowing to influence our lives. And what we're hearing and we're listening to, we end up believing. That's something that God wants us to know, that we have chosen to listen to those things. That's a choice that we've made. Nobody gets us to turn on the TV. Come on. We have to choose. The Bible tells us, I have gone to a lot of, who create this book? Yes. Those commercials. Those commercials. We don't watch commercial TV. If we're away, we happen to get them. But it tells you the, the things that can go wrong with you, the sickness, the disease, the symptoms. How many of you know when, when they tell you about a symptom, there's a good chance some of the symptoms, <laughs> everybody has them. Remember, it's planned. It's not accidental, right? So just so that there's something and you're like, oh, my, I have that. I have that. Oh, my gosh, I have that. Oh, and then you go, you don't notice, right? What starts happening is your, your head starts dropping a little and that worry starts going inside of you. You got to do something about that, boy. That's the devil backing us into a corner. He'll back us so tight into a corner to the place where we feel like we got nowhere to go. We know in God there's always a way of escape, but that's what, that's what he does. Those thoughts that go unbridled are intentionally backing us into a corner. They are doing so much negative. They're distancing us from God, distancing, distancing us from people, shutting down our emotions, shutting down our future, altering our bodies. I mean, there's not one good thing that I can tell you about thinking a bad thought not one thing we couldn't come up with one thing if we tried and God's desire in this time of harvest is that we would get we would deter, we would realize that we are the ones who are choosing and that we would accept the responsibility for what we are choosing and we would make the changes that we would make the changes for the choices that we would realize that what we are listening to When you read in John chapter 8 and 9 and 10, you realize what happens as the Pharisees, out of their mouths, they declare that we don't know Jesus. We don't know God. And what ends up happening is what we listen to limits what we can hear. So if I've given myself over to a teaching that says, God brings sickness and disease to teach us something. Now I've created a veil and a limitation. So now I have limited what I can hear. So God can be speaking, but I'm not hearing. Why? Because I've made a choice as to what I'm going to listen to and who's going to influence me. That's why you have to be very careful who you are listening to. Good godly christian men and women who have things a little upside down and you love most of what they're saying but there's that little bit of error but that little bit of error is building faith in you just like the good things that you're hearing a lot of times we use this phrase you know throw out the bones with the meat right chew the chew the meats fit out the bones that was close wasn't it throw out the bones chew the meat Okay, chew the meat, fit the bones. Right? Okay, people. Everything remains veiled because the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. He comes to kill and to steal and to destroy, to bring death. And Jesus came. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. He wants us to, you know, when I, I know, I hope you don't mind this, but when I'm standing in front of my father right now, I, I'm just so, I, I'm just so, so excited for him I'm I'm not saying there's not emotions I'm definitely shoving them down I'm gonna be honest okay but I I'm I'm so confident in who Jesus is I am so confident that there's not a moment that my dad will be alone I am so confident the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord there won't be a moment and these times of abiding and intimacy when we become a student of the word of god our relationship with god is growing our confidence in him in his kingdom in his ways are growing and i find that as these things are happening i feel like i'm being revived I feel like as I'm becoming a student of these things and understanding, Lord, you're so big, you're so deep, you're so wide, you're so good, you're so far, you're so high. I, My heart is being so revived in his goodness, in his faithfulness. You know, God, everything about God is so true his word is so true the bible says there is not a shadow of turning in him there is no darkness in him only light only truth you can go to your bible and you can open it and you hear a lot of the. you know we hear these things you can take it to the bank but you know but it doesn't do anything for us but when we abide and we become intimate And we begin to know him and we begin to put these circumstances that have come to crush us to the test just like that testimony you're going to hear on sunday 21 years of standing on the word of god for arthritis 21 years later after having cortisol shots and the lens removed from your eye you're going to see the testimony 21 years she said her mom said I never quit on the word of God in 21 years and God is what was going on but when we know that we know that we know that God is true and he's faithful to his word that's that's what faith is faith is confidence in a person Yes, it comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, but the word of God is teaching us about him. Faith is trusting him. Will he do what he said he would do? Can I trust you? Can I trust you? And I I encourage you, one of the things that I'm really trying to practice more and more is, I'm just speaking to the Holy Spirit out loud, and sometimes, you know, someone will walk in and be like, ooh, just me and the Holy Spirit. Ah. <laughs> but I'm having these like full-blown, you know, I'll feel a certain way and I'll talk to him and I'm, you know, like, yes, you're right. You're right, Holy Spirit. You just know you're so good. And someone will walk in the garage and be like, ah. You know, but I'm learning, right, that I, I, it's just feeling more, more and more intimate, more and more real, more and more close more and more alive in me he is alive he is real he's right here he's so good he has graced us to believe He's he's touching our bodies right now. He's touching our emotions. He's touching our minds. He doesn't know how to do anything that's not good. He doesn't know how to not go into your day. He, He just wants to help. He just wants to fix things. He wants to show you where things are lost. He wants to give you the answers to your problems. He wants to show you. He wants to take you on a journey and give you creative ideas and inventions. He wants to show us that these things are not hard they're not hard they're not hard they're easy when we become intimate and we abide with him when we abide with him we realize who he is and who we are and we realize that the plan all along has been to make us feel like who he is and who we are not he's exchanged and perverted our identity for his we are sons of god we are children of god we are healed we are blessed now we are saved now delivered now prosperous now we are called to take dominion to rule and to reign and to be so confident in our god to be so confident in him is he lord That's what you've been asking me. That's what he's been asking. Lord, what does it mean for him to be Lord? The Lord of our lives is the one and the what, the who and the what that we are giving our influence to, that we are allowing to influence us. The who and the what is who we're giving our power to, our life to, our money to, our time to, our authority to. That's who Lord is. And when Jesus is Lord, the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is restored and we will abide because we realize that life only comes from one place. Peace only comes from one place. Health only comes from good, only comes from one place, Jesus. It comes from him healer is who he is good is who he is that's why when we talk about healing we talk about intimacy i think you touched on it last week we talk about intimacy because when we need to be restored we need revelation we need new light something's going on in our body there was a door that was opened that will be shut very easily But what it's going to take is revelation. The doctor said to me, you are clenching. And I said, no, I'm not. (laughs) And he said, yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. (laughs) And when I went home and I paid attention, guess who was right, him or me? God knows what we're thinking. And when we ask him and get serious about Accepting responsibility for where we are, repenting for that wrong belief system, resisting it, renouncing it, and asking God to restore it with something new. He becomes Lord in that area. We allow Him to influence us, we allow His power to reign in our lives. And that's the beginning of the change that takes place. Is He Lord? Is he Lord? Is he Lord? To abide, I'm going to bring it to a close, means it is where we remain. It's where we dwell. It's where we continue. Okay, we become worshipers of Jesus when we abide. Let me read my notes. We hear when we abide. If there's a problem, how do you hear? You abide. What does it mean to abide? It means stay still. It means be quiet. Stay put. Open the book. Sing a song. Listen to a CD. Jesus, what does it look like this morning? What does it look? Sometimes pressing that button, you know, at 4 o'clock in the morning. You're like, but, you know, the more you get in a then r- it doesn't take much to break a routine, does it? Doesn't take much. Guard. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart with what? Very casually? No. With all diligence. For out of it come the issues, the forces, the power, the strength, the fortitude. Out of our heart comes the anointing of God to remove every burden and destroy every yoke in its path so that our lives line up, our bodies line up, our minds line up in the name of Jesus. Faith comes when we hear and we hear again and again and again and again doing is easy when we abide when we abide desire is awakened we need to be careful where we are abiding because desire is awakened James tell us that when lust is conceived if it's not desire in God but it's lust in something that it will draw us away and it's the death of some people To know God means to acknowledge him, to be aware of him. Just close your eyes for a minute. Holy Spirit is here. What does he look like to you? Who is he? What does help from Holy Spirit look like in your life? It's real and tangible help that he brings. Allow him to take on a figure and a form In your heart in your mind it's so much easier for us humans who have flesh and blood while we're here to give him allow him to show us Holy Spirit what do you look like so that we can interact with you so now when I ask you to help I'm I'm able more easily to connect my emotions to him to choose clearly understand to know God is to clearly understand in him and his ways to know him is to cohabitate to know him is to to have him as a friend to know him is to have regard for him to know him is to allow him to instruct us to know him is to know him with a certainty to refuse to be moved off of the things that he's saying to know him is to have a desire awakened in our heart to watch just like that little boy daddy how do you hit the hammer jesus how did you interact with father jesus what did you do when you stood before the sick jesus what did you do to calm the storm jesus what did you do to know him is to observe him to listen to give him our ear to come to the place of understanding to come to the place of believing when we believe we give him our worship when we believe we give him our actions believing is the result of abiding knowing him brings us to the place of obedience keeping his word When we abide, we're listening, we're hearing, we're understanding. It brings us to the place of belief and speaking and declaring and receiving in the name of Jesus. In John chapter nine, the scripture talks about an orphan spirit and tells us that an orphan spirit does not abide. To be an orphan means we are not abiding to be an orphan means that we are blinded from the truth to be an orphan means that we're believing lies to be an orphan means that we are choosing and acting that we are giving our attention that our thoughts have not been in line with the truth to be an orphan means that we have become a slave to the lies of the enemy to be a son means that our eyes see what god sees to be a son means that we believe in the words of our Father, that we believe that his words are true. To be a son means that we've been made free. The Bible says he who the son sets free is free indeed. Okay, I'm putting here. I have so much more to say. Hallelujah. Let's just lift our hands. Maybe you can turn the lights down. We'll see what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Jesus said there's a man who doesn't see the truth but wants to. And he will speak to him and that wanting to will open his heart to receive the words of truth and he will go free. There's another person who sees refuses to listen and in the refusal to listen in the refusal to change we remain bound we're not that man say I'm not that man I'm not that man we're not that man Lord we're the ones who need to see we want to see and as a result of that Lord we go free Lord I thank you For the man that was born blind in mark chapter 9 jesus you gave him an instruction you said go and wash tonight lord in every heart as we sit in this room i thank you for the instructions of heaven i thank you for the words of heaven i thank you for the words of life i thank you for one word from you lord that changes everything lord you told him to go and to wash and he went and he washed and he received to the pharisees lord you you spoke to them and you said I spoke and you did not listen. Therefore, you did not understand. You don't believe, and they remain bound. Savior to our spirits, healer to our bodies, deliverer to our minds. Do we believe? Jesus is asking us tonight, do we believe? Do we believe? Do we believe? Do we believe? believe? Is He Lord? have we given him that place of lordship have we given him that place of mastery so that we could believe and the man declared in mark chapter 9 he said who is he lord show me who he is tell me about him jesus said you have seen him and i am speaking with you this room. We say that tonight all through this room. Woo! Ha, 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 ha. Healing for our bodies. Woo! Deliverance for our souls. Savior to our spirit. Lord, we believe. Lord, we believe. Lord, we believe. Lord, we believe. And God, we declare that we trust you with all of our hearts. We do not depend on our own understanding. We seek your will. We thank you. You show us, God, the paths to take. You show us. Give us the words. Give us the words. Give us the heart. Show us, Lord, the things we need to see that will slam the door shut, God, in these circumstances and situations. Hallelujah. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. And fill, fill, fill our cups, Lord. Fill our cups. Fill our cups, Lord. Come on, just lift your hands to the Lord. If you need to go, God bless you. We love you. We love you. We love you. I just want to give him a few more minutes. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Come and fill, God. Come and fill, Lord. The name of jesus do what you want to do do what you want to do your lord do it the way that you want to do it lord hallelujah we say yes we say yes we give you our yes we give you our yes tonight lord and we declare that you're good Woo, you're good you're good you're good you're good i just believe there's a spirit of revelation in the house and I, I if you have a pen or your phone and there's a circumstance in your life i just believe there's a spirit of revelation here everything in me wants to call you to the altar and lay my hands on you i know god is here but there's a spirit of revelation that's flowing that wants to bring restoration in your circumstance so i believe as you just ask the lord just god show me the root the root of that thinking that, that open that door to that big fat problem maybe that you're facing in your life. Maybe you're facing it in your finances. Maybe you're facing it in your body. Just ask the Lord. Just take a moment. Ask the Lord. Hallelujah. I believe He'll show you. I believe He'll show you. Just take a second. Jot it down. Jot it down. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for revelation, God. you, Lord. You're obliterating, God, poverty, lack, disease. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.